Hi, everyone. Welcome to our third episode of Gameology, a podcast where we can cover everything and anything you need to know about the world of gaming. Gameology is a place where players of all experience can tune in and learn more about what gaming has to offer. I'm Nathaniel Alvarado, and I am a first-year student here at UC Berkeley studying economics and data science. And today, we have Brian Liu as our guest host. Please welcome Brian, and if you could, Brian, please introduce yourself a bit. Hello. Hi, Nathaniel. Thank you for having me. Uh, hi, I'm Brian. I am a second year studying environmental economics and policy and a double major in society and environment. Great. Thank you for introducing yourself, Brian. And today um, we're going to be covering a new genre, which is horror. Well, it's not really new in my opinion, obviously, because it dates back lots and lots of years ago, but um, new for us today. And I just have, a, you know, just a quick starter question for you, Brian. Uh, what do you, like, what comes to mind when you think of the horror genre, like when it comes to gaming? Because obviously we talked about FPS, RPG, and this is, in my opinion, like completely different from those two genres because we ha uh, you have a sense of like, there's a lot of qualities in the horror genre, in my opinion, that like, just like don't really come with other genres. So like, tell me in your opinion, what comes with like the horror genre? Yeah, great question. I think with the horror genre, I feel like it has to have a really, really good story um, to, you know, pull people in and make them feel like they're, you know, getting chased or something like that, right? Really make it immersive. Um, so I think every horror game just has to have a good story. Um, unless you're just an, an adrenaline junkie and maybe just want the, the thrill of the chase. But um, yeah, I think that's the first thing that comes to mind uh, when I think of horror games. Yeah, definitely. Um, I can honestly speak on both the sides because like uh, not only, obviously we're all like game fanatics here and video game fanatics, <laughs> but um, I'm also a um, big fanatic on like horror films and TV shows. So um, like you were saying with the whole junkie thing, I can, I get the sense <laughs> of adrenaline. When I'm playing yeah. certain video games, like I'm like, oh my God, this is like kind of freaking me out. And honestly, I kind of like, like that in a video game when it comes to horror, obviously. So um, similar to films and TV shows, I'm definitely like that about the genre of horror. But yes, a very you're very right when you say story really matters. Um, you know, there's, when what people don't recognize uh people that don't uh play video games uh what some people don't recognize the fact that like video games has that immersive quality that like you know that can be translated from other entertainment sources such right. as like films or tv shows so definitely really value that in um, a horror game so um yeah so obviously what i said um you know we both agree storyline and you know that thrill so wh what yep, do you like sure. what are more specific qualities do you like look for in a horror game Ooh, um, ooh, that's a tough question. I think specific qualities, I think it has to be, I don't know if this really is another uh, specific quality, but more like an expansion of the uh, first point that I said. Um, I think I, a really good story um, is something that makes me want to look up the lore and create fan theories for horror games. Like, I don't play horror games myself, uh, but I've watched plenty of uh, gameplay for horror games and stuff like that, Definitely. right? Because I <laughs> I just cannot handle horror just playing on my own. Oh, that's fair. But, that's uh, fair. That's but totally fair. But it's a fair. lot easier watching, like, a YouTuber play it or something like like that, right? It helps me understand the story and just pay attention more to the, the, the little details and stuff like that, right? I don't have to, you know, I can always just pause the video if it's, like, a jump scare or skip it right but the story is still there to, to engage me right and yeah. um 
I think honestly, yeah, that's the most important thing is just something that really engages me because if I'm watching a video, it has to be pr at least interesting, right? It can't just be for, for me personally, I just don't want to be like, uh, I'm not a, really an adrenaline junkie junkie for this kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, so definitely has to be story that engages me if it's not the adrenaline. So, you know, uh, story really is really important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For, um, for those out there listening, um, I mentioned in the first episode how I, you know, listened to or I've watched like, you know, the OG, like I, I can just think back to like, you know, Vanos Gaming playing like those type, like even Gmod, <laughs> even like the horror, like developed games in Gmod, just like back then I, I only watched uh, video game or uh, video game like content creators just play it. And I was just like super apprehensive to like play them myself. <laughs> but over the years, obviously, you know, like I think ever since I would say like FNAF, I, I started playing like horror games myself. Um, obviously, like, you know, there are genres out there that uh, more or less, you know, I've played more of, but I definitely started like immersing myself into the horror genre myself. Uh, but like, just to answer like my own question, like what I look for in a horror game, you know, uh, I, obviously the story is, is such a big thing. Uh, I love the story. And l like you said, I'm personally not a writer, but you know, just like, you know, writing that like story in my head is like kind of like my equivalent of like uh, your idea of like creating like, you know, fandom or mm -hmm. what, uh, whatever, uh, whatever it is. But um, one huge thing I really, really like, uh, I think it stems from my, uh, my, days of fps is definitely the multiplayer factor um sadly there are like there are there are games out there that are you know that have that multiplayer and horror connection but sometimes the the story aspect doesn't really coincide with that multiplayer uh which it some there are some games that do but however not all the time it does but uh, it does kind of lead me to one of the first games that we're going to be talking about today. And it's a game that many of you out, out there probably know, and it's the Outlast series. So mm -hmm. uh, the reason why uh, we're going to get into this point a little bit later, but uh, Outlast, uh, because of COVID, you know, there are some like setbacks with like development of games but uh the next outlast series uh, or the next outlast installment the outlast trials it's gonna have a form of multiplayer but that's besides the point um that's besides the point uh but the reason why i'm bringing up outlast is because uh like we said story it's all about story and uh just for those out there that aren't really aware of um first uh, outlast itself uh, outlast is a first person horror survivor survival story and basically it's it like follows the perspective of this a person called miles upshire and basically he was sent by another individual uh and he, he goes by the name of wayland park and he had to go through a sane asylum and it's like a survival game uh you don't like fight any like of the um uh, anyone there but it's like you're surviving and you're trying to like either hide or you're trying to defend for yourself when it comes to like uh you know some of the patients there trying to out there and kill you but um i just want to hear like you know brian i know you've mentioned to me that like outlast you you are familiar with mm -hmm. the game but like when you think of outlast uh, like what comes to mind I think Outlast is one of those games that's super, super immersive, right? They make you really feel like you're the person exploring um, uh, the insane asylum. Like oh, I know um, in the gameplay that I've seen, you have like a camcorder um, and that's like your only source of, of like night vision or yeah, you know, being dark, able to yep. see. So exactly. it's, it's pretty fucking scary. It's, excuse <laughs> exactly. my French, but yeah. Um, 
I think, yeah, Outlast is just one of those games where, yeah, again, you feel really, really into the game and you can really um, experience that horror. And I know you can also feel like you're you're playing as Miles Upshur and experiencing the story, right? If you're paying enough attention. Um, yeah, I think it's great that it, it's first person um, because, you know, I think first person makes it a lot more scary if we compare it to like mm-hmm. a, another a third person horror game like Dead by Daylight. I, maybe it's not as scary i'm sure it is still scary but um outlast is definitely with the the darkness and everything it's a pretty well-made game just to make you feel scared you know yeah Yeah, no definitely and um for those out there that do not know uh, outlast is uh there's actually a series of games so we have Outlast, and it was developed by red barrels just uh for uh credibility's sake uh so there are a few different games we have out the original outlast which came into 2013 and we have outlast whistleblower which is, uh, came out in 2014, but this is Outlast Whistleblower is actually a a DLC to Outlast, so you can uh, it's like an in-game thing. And what I like about and then obviously there's Outlast Two uh, that came out in 2017, but for simplicity's sakes, we'll just be talking about the Outlast and Outlast Whistleblower. But uh, Outlast and Outlast Whistleblower, what I really like about the games is like. Oh, obviously it's a DLC, but like the story like coincides really, really well, and. Um, uh, in my opinion, Outlast is a great, in my opinion, a great starting horror game. Well, okay, I know like it scares like the living hell out of a lot of people, <laughs> but um, if you're if you want to get into it, Outlast is a great great game to get into it. Cause uh, when I played Outlast, um, I just remember you know first you know driving up to little cars, miles, and you know trying to get into the asylum. But like it it has that sort of anticipation. And that sort of suspense that uh, really, you know, that it's a great in- introduction to horror. Um, obviously, it, it it's really the, the gameplay and the average completion time is a bit longer. But, you know, that that's the thing. Like, when you have longer complete times, you have that sense of story. Right. And, you know, uh, like, co- complete times. And, like, the obviously, Brian, as a gamer, you know, you know that putting time and effort into a game it is a lot, but when when you put time and effort into a story, what does that mean to you? Ooh, if I'm putting time and effort into a story, it means I'm genuinely engaged with it. First of all, um, I think that just shows if if I put that much time into a, a game like that, like because myself personally, I don't play single player games too often, right? So. Um, yeah, I'm definitely much of a, a multiplayer kind of guy, but if a single player game has me put that much effort into it, I think it just goes to show that they've done a really good job uh, at storytelling and, you know, even making somebody like me who's super scared of horror games uh, interested in actually playing and go and experiencing the horror myself. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, just for con, like, then the reason why I'm bringing this out is because, like, out, um, according to like how long to beat com, uh, for the main story to complete Outlast, uh, is the average time to complete it is around five hours. Oh, so, wow. um, so when it comes to horror games, you know, you put you put in the effort, you you put in those hours to complete the game, and you follow the story. And you know, obviously, you know, stories everything. Like we mentioned, uh, there are there are horror games out there that um, you know you want to follow for the story. Uh, but, you know, for those out there who aren't really too big fans of story, uh, there are many games out there, you know, like like we said, Outlast, you know, um, 
you know, FNAF, that story is like mm-hmm. ongoing for like we can just bring up FNAF real quick. Story the story has been going on ever since the original FNAF and there have been a countless amount of games. Uh sadly I, I kind of drifted away from the FNAF uh yeah. <laughs> FNAF uh storyline. But like what what are your opinions on FNAF? FNAF is, in my opinion, a very, very great game. At first, I when I first, you know, heard about the game, people were playing it for like jump scares and stuff like that, right? So that's really all I knew the game as. But then as um, people started theorizing, like I'm sure uh, many people have watched a game theory video about FNAF from Matt Pat. Oh, definitely. Um, oh, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's all over. All yeah, over. he's all over FNAF. And uh I never played any of the games myself because obviously I don't like jump scares, um, but the story is very, very interesting. There's a lot of room for um, just fandom and, and figuring out fan theories and stuff like that. But oh, it, but once you connect the dots together, it creates a huge complex storyline that's just, you just look at it and go, wow, I can't believe he did this, right? You thought it was just a simple horror game that was just jump scares in the beginning, but um, I think the creator's name was Scott Cawthon. Um, yeah. He he created such a such an amazing storyline. It's just and out of such a simple game, you never really expected it, right? Just the minor details in there that you can pay to, that you might pay attention to that create the whole story. I think it's just it's it's a great game and a great series. Yeah. So um, like the thing about FNAF, it's just the story is ongoing. Like. You, you you watch people like MatPat, like game theorists who are co- who's been covering the story like even if you go on trending on like uh youtube trending you're gonna see videos him covering the story yeah. of FNAF. and it's been going on going since the first game came out in 2014 and there are games that are going to be coming out like for vr like in 20 2021 today um but like i was saying uh you know there are games out there that really like, horror games specifically that really focus on story but for those out there who aren't big fans of uh of story there are horror games out there for you so uh one game another game i do want to bring up is a game in my opinion that's really really relevant today because they actually got like like a lot of downloads when it came out in 2020 so it's really really new um and it's a game that many of you probably know is phasmophobia mm-hmm. so uh just a general question when it comes to gaming brian like what do you like the most about like game cooperation um i think if I let me use Overwatch as an example, game okay. cooperation is it. I think it makes the game a lot more fun because um, okay. I play. I do play Overwatch competitively a little bit with uh, with one of my close friends, and um, whenever we're playing, even if it's just quick play, we practice for comp, right? So we practice callouts and all that stuff. It really gets you into the game, and even if you're not doing well, it still feels like you're you're trying a lot more. Right. And I think that makes the game a lot more fun for me. Um, so cooperation is just it's great having somebody there to talk to, to, you know, figure out puzzles or something, something like that. It's it's impro- it's a it's an opportunity to improve for everybody. And it just makes the ex- whole experience better just to have yeah. a companion. Right. No, definitely. Uh, I think, you know, obviously, like Overwatch has that sense of competitiveness. Um, and you know when you when you have a team there there is going to be a sense of like competitiveness and you know trying to be better at, at working as a team uh, but the thing that I like about phasmophobia and there's a it's not just limited to phasmophobia there are many games out there and there are going to be games uh, you know I, I bring up later in you know in this episode that is like this but you know uh, like you mentioned it brings a sort of fun factor uh, you know like I said watching like Gmod horror 
horror games and you know those horror maps just playing together and just like you know surviving with one another it's it's a fun experience because like not only can you like because you mentioned that there are games out there that you know some people don't play horror because of the whole scare factor but right. you know i feel like when you have that sense of cooperation sense of teamwork sense of people to be there like you know when you go to the movies uh you know like there are many many a lot more people that will watch a horror movie when they have a group with them, yeah right? So um, similar to this, when you have a group to play with, um, it brings this fun factor. So Phasmophobia uh, came out uh, in like in the fall towards fall of 2021 or I'm sorry, fall 2020. And basically it's an indie horror game and it can it's actually uh, supported on VR. So it's really, really funny watching, you know, (laughs) content creators, you know, play on VR. And, you know, uh, there's essentially what the game is. There's different types of ghosts and you're kind of this investigator or like paranormal investigator mm-hmm. and uh, players either one through four players can uh, work together and go into different locations and basically collect different types of evidence in order to uh, find out and conclude what type of ghost was like uh, in like at the location. So you use different types of evidence. You have like, you know, check temperatures, take pictures or whatnot. And, you know, you're using that, um, you're using that cooperation and you're using your skills to try to find out uh, what kind of ghost it was. And uh, there's a few things, you know, I like about this game. One, like I mentioned, VR. Oh, VR, <laughs> VR. Okay, tell me, uh, what do you think about VR? Just in general, like, hype up VR for me. What do you think? In general, VR is a great new experience for all gamers. Um, even if you're oh, just definitely. like mouse keyboard or controllers, it doesn't matter. It's really just a huge new experience. And um, nowadays, the games aren't, you know, they aren't super high quality to the point where you're getting oh, yeah. like sadly, a 4K yeah. or something like that. But oh, it's yeah, still no, a pretty definitely. good experience. And I think it'll get there eventually. Oh, definitely. definitely. Um, In the future, definitely. But yeah, no. it's a lot more immersive, and when it comes to horror games, obviously, more immersion, just, it's either, it'll give you a lot more adrenaline. Yeah, no, oh <laughs> playing horror yeah. on VR is such, such a different experience than playing it on just a normal screen, and um, so obviously, VR on, uh, supported with, or Phasmophobia supporting VR, definitely great, and you know, especially when you have all four of your friends, you know, like that it's definitely super super great and another big thing that's uh you know that's kind of relevant is um voice chat Mm. so voice chat is definitely something that honestly you know i didn't really see much of like myself as a gamer it probably was but i just never really you know focus on it but for those like you know i just love how when you're like standing next to someone and you have to like you know talk to them you gotta have to like legit like stand right next to them and be yeah. right next to them in order to talk to i know helps with like the experience I'm, yeah yeah no it helps with the experience you know it, it, with the vr it's like even more immersive and like obviously you know a game really popular right now is among us i you know obviously there are people that are tired of talking about Among Us, but um, one <laughs> aspect, yeah. you know, a lot of people played Among Us, but once that VR chat came out, like a lot, it was almost like a norm if you had that compatibility to play with VR chat. So um, definitely, really, really immersive game to you know just to play with friends, and it's cooperative, and you know, it's a game that I, I feel like has like potential to like you know, it's a starting game that like you know. 
games and horror games out there can definitely learn a lot from Phasmophobia. And like I said, uh, like Outlast has that, the Outlast Trials coming out very soon that's going to have that form of multiplayer. But, you know, mm-hmm. Phasmophobia opened that, that up. like, Or it, it didn't start it, but it definitely, you know, showed how multiplayer and horror can really coincide. Yeah, and, I and, think... Uh, yeah, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I think with just like recently, I think there was a game based on how much noise you made, right? It was like, uh, oh yeah, I forget the name of the game, but there was um, a monster chase, uh, monster controlled by a player chases you, and uh, your your mic is on, depend, and the monster can only see you if you make a noise or something like that. And I think uh, that's a great way to implement uh, you know, voice and and other things, right? It helps you. It helps put you more into the into the experience, and it adds a new element that people are excited about, right? Because once you play a yeah. game enough, um, it can become a little bit stale or boring, right? So, okay. Which is why they added mods to like Among Us and stuff like that, right? Just to have if you have proximity chat or some new fe- new feature involving voice, it it might be seem like something minor, but it it makes a huge difference for excitement for people, right? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Going off of that, like there, like in Phasmophobia, the, the there are these moments called like hunts where you have to like literally stay quiet, and uh, you have to stay quiet so scary. you don't die. <laughs> and uh, it's really, really fun, especially when you have like four idiots playing and you're just, like, <laughs> you're just messing around. Uh, but yeah, it, it's that sense of like you know working together. And there is one more game I do want to talk about. And honestly, it's not. It's honestly I probably overhype it a lot, but in my opinion, I love it to death. It's actually one of my favorite horror games, which is kind of a weird horror game. Maybe it's because it was like one of the first ones I started to play. Um, but that's Dead by Daylight. So Dead by Daylight is honestly it, it's I, I again I overhype it a lot, but I absolutely <laughs> love it. It's uh, for those out there that do not know. Uh, I think if I were to compare it to like any game out there, it would probably be like more like the Slender games, like you know, just like trying mm-hmm. to like um, you know, you're just trying to escape. And how it works is it's a cooperative game, and you have different roles. So uh, different roles, you have a killer and four survivors. So um it's actually like i guess you could say like more like pvp so like game horror game out there like that left for dead 2 but completely different from left for dead 2 um so how it works is there's killers and a survivor or there's one killer and four survivors and within the game there are actually um different killers that you can play that have different abilities and your goal as a survivor is there are five generators around map you complete all five generators and turn them on through skill checks. And basically, once you turn all five of them on, you open up one of two gates, and there you can escape. And while you're doing this, you have a killer. And there, the killers on the game are actually killers in real life. So you have, like, Freddy Krueger, uh, which is referred to as Nightmare. You have, like... Uh, you know, you, you have different killers out there. and Pop culture, have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pop culture, yeah. Uh, it's just a great game and in my opinion there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of people that will like the game uh because it has that sense of cooperation um so personally i i've played mainly like survivor and you know just playing that with friends late at night just you know you can even play against like in private matches you know playing against other people that you know it's just a, a super fun game you play killers that you know uh, and you know what do you think? What do you think about Dead by Daylight? 
Um, Dead by Daylight is definitely, in my eyes, more of like uh, an adrenaline-focused game because I, I don't really know too much of I know there is some level of story to Dead by Daylight, but um, because when they start added, when they started adding all the pop culture um, monsters and stuff like that, it felt like maybe um, it didn't focus too much on story. For, so, you know, that's in my eyes. I see it more as in like an, an adrenaline game, which there's nothing wrong with that. Um, uh-huh. But... Yeah, I think it's just it, it. I think it's a very interesting concept, um, mm-hmm. and I'm sure many many people like the nostalgia and stuff like that with the pop culture references. And um, yeah, I like the concept overall, and I think it's it's a it's a pretty good game for yeah, for people pop- who are you know seeking adrenaline and stuff like no, that. No, definitely. Like pop culture is huge. First of all, um, you know we have. Uh, I was gonna mention you know Michael Myers. We have. The, the main killer from Scream. We've had references uh, with Amanda Young uh, as Pigface, uh, who was in the Jigsaw or the Saw movies. And yeah, uh, it's huge that a game can, you know, implement, you know, like I was saying, I, I love horror in real life too. And when I saw a game that actually has like horror-like characters and to play as them, it's really, it's right. a really fun experience. And, you know, uh, to this day, they're adding new and new killers to play as and even um and for the people out there that like are even not too much of like older horror like they have like the demogorgon from uh stranger oh, things and yeah, you can yeah. you can yeah they have the demogorgon and you can you know you can play as like even some of the um some of the characters from stranger things and you know just obviously what i like about the game is what was your last point the whole adrenaline uh you know i've played this game many many times <laughs> uh at night with my friends who absolutely hate horror they refuse refuse <laughs> refuse but i say you Me. know hey dan or you know hey Danico, just two friends of mine that come to mind um you know i say you're, you're gonna play this with me and i don't care what you say you know, <laughs> I, like when i hear when i hear them scream and stuff it's just so so fun um i really <laughs> honestly uh recommend it um for anyone that is like trying to get into horror that wants to play with uh that wants to play with friends so like and the what I also like about Dead by Daylight is um, it's one of those games that's actually cross compatible. Uh, oh, know, it can, is. Okay. Yeah, it is cr- cross compatible, which is uh, c- kind of fairly. It wasn't uh, implemented in the beginning of the when of release. However, it is cross compatible. So you know, out there, you know, you can play with people who are. You know, if you have a PC gamer and you have a console gamer that want to play together, right. uh, little note note to self, Brian, keep that in mind for like future, <laughs> uh, playing together, Brian, you and I. I but bet. you know, <laughs> there are um, you know, it's an opportunity to play with friends that are not really in the, um, uh, you know, same console or platform as you. And you know, uh, same with same with Phasmophobia. I I think it's a game that uh, I feel like has much potential. Uh, like. In my opinion, the the whole amount of people playing is like going down, which is a sad reality. Um, but you know that's just comes with you know age and you know when mm-hmm. when you implement more killers, I think that will definitely help. So yeah, that that's my opinions on uh, Dead by Daylight. I know um, there are other games. You know, I know Brian like out there. You have games for yourself that you enjoy. So um, I know you mentioned Silent hill or cry of fear as uh, some of the games that you're a true fan of yeah um silent silent hill and uh, cry of fear i think are uh, i think appeal to me more because uh they're very much so uh focused on 
on story and stuff like that, right? Um, I, I'm sure some people might find uh, the, the the YouTuber I'm about to talk about um, possibly Degen or something like that, um, but Pyrocynical. Um, he, he made a video covering Cry of Fear, and um, it's a pretty long video, but I think it's very interesting. Um, with Cry of Fear, it's, it's a... It's quite an old game. It looks kind of shit, um, but the story is really, really good, right? They have these these details that you can think about and just um, create some some interesting conclusions, right? And they ha and I think it's um, really cool when games have multiple endings, and this is one of those games, even though it, it doesn't look like a very, very advanced game, right? It's still very difficult, and I think uh, difficulty is something that comes with a lot of horror games, just to, you know, add to the immersion. Um, and Cry of Fear is just like a really good, it has a really, really good story, right? And Silent Hill, I've heard, um, I've never played myself, obviously, but Silent Hill, I've heard, is a, a really good story as well. And um, yeah, I think that's why they appeal to me. But um, with, I guess, although those are story-focused games, I think with the, uh, the the cooperation thing that you were talking about, I think having cooperation um is is part of what makes the games less scary so i guess single this is why single player games are especially scary to me right because when i don't have any companions there i need somebody to you know hold my back and something like that just yeah, to definitely. just so i don't you know get this the shit scared out of me but yeah. um yeah i think that that's another thing with the cooperation is it, it just makes it easier for people to get into the horror genre you know and no, actually so, enjoy it if they're not, you know, just adrenaline junkies or something like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you know, that's that's honestly a, a theme about gaming. Like, you know, gaming as a whole, we have that sense of, um, you know, we have a sense of variety, you know. And for just like as a little concluding point out there, you know, you can be out there and have um, just if you want more cooperation, you know, you play games like Dead by Daylight, um, you know, or Phasmophobia. And if you want games that are more based off story. We have, you know, obviously ongoing stories like FNAF, but that's a little different. But like single games like Outlast or, you know, The Last of Us or, you know, Until Dawn, Cry Fear, Silent Hill. Mm -hmm. there, there are so many games out there for story. But um, yeah, that's honestly, that's the that's the story or that's the story of horror. You know, that's that's the good thing about horror. There, there are horror games and, you know, it's, it's going to be a, a genre that's going to exist for still a while. And, you know, just as like a little like, like reflection thing once again super super excited for out the the outlast trials to come out that has a multiplayer because i know obviously like we mentioned outlast has like that credibility of having that whole story but you know the definitely looking forward to the future and anything you're looking forward when it comes to hor horror brian in the future um i personally think that there's a lot of things that horror can do compared to other um gaming genres like just like, like fps or rpgs i think um, those genres are re relatively um, limited when it comes to how much they can do. But I think horror, I think because there's so many different uh, types of horror, like there's just jump scares or like psychological horror and stuff like that. I think there's a lot that can still be done with horror that hasn't been done yet. So I'm, I'm looking forward to a lot of games that might come out in the future um, that might expand on what horror exactly means to us gamers. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Totally agree. Well, that's going to conclude our episode today of horror, episode three of Gameology. So thank you everyone for tuning in today for episode three of Gameology. Special thanks again to Brian for participating and co-hosting with me. Thanks Very for having me. Great pleasure yeah. having you. And we hope to see you at our next episode next week. And we'll see you soon.